Ahoy, everybody. <laughs> Welcome again to episode... Well, to, to another sec manager. Uh, Tottenham Podcast. This is episode 64. I'm John. And I'm John. As I said, episode 64. And you have entitled this, and obviously we've just played Southampton, Why Do They Sing Our Song? Yeah. So, why? Tell us. I don't know why. You tell me. I'm thinking that's a that's the Tottenham song. They should ask permission. Copyright. Well, Even do, they, they, do they have the copyright to it, maybe? Well, I, I know they, they call themselves the Saints, but uh, it's, a, it's our song. But I think we were talking before about this, and I missed um, Glory, Glory, Tottenham Hotspur. I missed that song, which you used to hear a bit more than you do these days, so... You know, sort of maybe it's well, a different that, generation. That, or that, that song is that uh, you mean like in the crowd? Or? Yeah, yes, the crowd singing. Because I mean, they always come out to it, and I think at the end. Yeah, yeah, know. maybe that's why. Maybe yeah. they don't want to, you know, get yeah. pushed in. But I used to. I think in the older days, the crowd used to sing it, and I used to kind of like that. And it's a it's a good song because I think it's a civil American Civil War song. That's uh, John Brown or something. The like Yankee that. Doodle Dandy or something. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's got a good sort of tune to it, if you can call it that. But um. I can remember, especially in the nineties, look, maybe even in the two thousands, that they did used to sing it. Yeah, yeah. In, in the cra- and the last bit was when they go marching on. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it just went to, like that wall of sound, you know. So, yeah, which Millwall obviously stole from us. Yes, <laughs> damn them. Yeah. So really, it's just a play on words because really, we're facing it. We were facing a team who, in a way, have more right to that song than us because they don't have to change any words <laughs> um, so I've I've been away so I've interstates I, I, I haven't even yeah I, which in Australia means you would be sort of you probably went to if you were living in London you probably would have went to Moscow to Moscow just about yeah <laughs> yeah so from Melbourne to Perth so about five, four, or under five hours on the plane. Yeah, about four something. Yeah. But uh, but still, you know, and underneath, just nothing but red desert <laughs> in between. And, and the, the worst, well, the worst part is because they are hour wise. They're in, I think we're in front of them. If you leave there, say at five, and take say four hours to get here, you would think it would be nine, but it's not. It's probably midnight here or something like that. Correct. So you you get that's less sleep. Well, the thing is, when I was there, because there's three hour difference, so they're yeah. three hours behind us. So when I actually went there, obviously, you know, you, you catch up with with some of the guys that you that you meet, some of your coworkers, and you know, you have something to eat. You know, say like at nine o'clock or something like that, yeah, yeah, or ten o'clock, and then all of a sudden that's like um, maybe like twelve or one it's o'clock. Time. <laughs> yeah, they're so, having breakfast. You're eating lunch. Yeah, and so it was probably you know me. Uh, then waking up the next morning at 4am which was like the equivalent of like you know 7 or seven, whatever which is like almost, yeah. when my body natural clock would naturally natural sleep would probably wake up and in, and I thought on the second day which was the Tuesday that it, that, that it would change but, it but nothing changed no, no. no it takes a bit long it's almost like mini jet lag isn't it yeah, yeah so. and then today it was like when, when I came back it was like 11 o'clock by the time I got back <sighs> And then I should have given you the morning off. I reckon. Oh yeah, I, I know. I reckon yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have got it. But yeah. But then, but then you know, I found I was 
still awake at like two in the morning, which is like over there, like eleven o'clock. So you're and then ready that's to get when I threw it. So yeah. I'm thinking, my God, this is there's some weird stuff. Yeah, like you, it's halfway through yeah. the week. So yeah, so, so anyhow, um, the the Optus app I, I had on on the phone. Yeah, but the Wi-Fi. Oh. At that thing was absolutely horrendous. Really, absolutely horrendous. And so I, yeah. So I, I didn't see the game. I, I when I came out yesterday, when I couldn't go to sleep, I sort of watched a little bit of the goal. So you know, I'll be probably relying on you for your. Oh, that's too got, bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, you know, great result. You know, no cane, no worries. I guess oh, as we I would know, say yeah. over here. Um, how did you see life without Kane for at least a month or so? This is the first game that we've had without yeah, him, yeah. and uh, obviously Son started up. up yeah, front. he started up up front, and um, I don't think he has almost what would you call the personality of Kane playing in that position. I think he would prefer a bit deeper, and only because as well where he is, he, he he's just getting he's marked very tightly all the time, and. I don't know. He doesn't do he, he doesn't do those runs and doesn't play the way Kane does. That the so the team's used to playing having a striker playing a certain way. Sun comes in, and then it sort of changes. So you didn't really see him too much. You know, you, there's there's a couple of sort of opportunities that he had uh, from good work from the team, especially the first one with Ericsson, who slot, somehow slotted it through to him. Um, a good uh, sort of pass. Dem- I think yeah. it was, was it Dembele from memory? Well, sort of uh, won the ball and sort of pirouetted almost. And... Uh, for the, the first goal, yes, you mean? Yes. Oh, Is that yeah, what you're yeah. talking about? The first no, goal? No, no, I was talking a bit before that. Okay. Eric, I think Ericsson gave a lovely three ball to Sun, who's oh no, coming from the wide, wide, which is comfortable, had a s- smashing shot at the goals, and the keeper sort of somehow saved it. And that was quite early on. You think, oh, well, look, maybe it's going to work. Yet another keeper that's uh, oh, yeah. going to be on Zong. Oh, well, there was a chance where Toby had a, I think in the first half, had a brilliant header that was heading for goals. And somehow he scooped it away. So when you watch it, the ball's going down. He's not. He can't dive because it's too close to him. So if he dives, he's, he's, he's missed it. So he basically had to almost bend downwards and almost I'm doing, I'm doing the I'm doing the action <laughs> which is kind of great on a podcast so he almost bends down like that and scoops it away like and that was an amazing save because the difficulty of where the ball was going and I don't know how he got to that so that was an amazing one so we really in the first half we could have finished them off and then shortly after this the sun chance um there was some lovely play in the middle. Um, obviously, pirouette by Dembele. You cannot get the ball off him. I was watching him closely, and he would end up in a group of, say, facing three defenders, and they could not get the ball off him. And somehow he would turn, twist and turn, and lay off the ball to somebody else. And it's like, I can see why they talk about him at training where he's a painful player to play against because you cannot get the ball off him. Uh, but then there are times where he got into positions where he should have shot, and now it's the disappointment. I, I, I found that since he's sort of gone back into that you know sort of defensive midfield role, he's lost, I think, a bit of power in the shot. 
like some of some of his shots they just seem to um, over the past couple of years especially probably last year on the few occasions that he has scored you know they just seem to trickle they like there's no real venom mm. in the shot well there were there were chances especially there was one in the second half where he was just outside the box and considering how skillful he is with the ball and passing that he didn't need the power he needed just basically to aim it at a certain spot in the goals you know some he he's he, he can do that so he, he he's missed some opportunities there where he could have basically just taken that extra step or instead of looking for the past just to shoot you know and drag them out so um, so basically we dominated the first half and well deserved with those two goals, especially the the Ericsson one. What did you think great. of that penalty? Because there's a bit of conjecture. I, oh, I, thi- I think I it was think... a penalty. The yeah. way he's... Because the, the, the Southampton's boot was quite high up and I think he must have just dragged it down. He didn't actually push at him. He sort of was up and as, as his foot dropped, he must have made contact on him. He made contact on the bottom of his boot anyway. So some might think it's harsh, but there was a... In the second half, there was a, another contentious penalty appealed by Southampton, and you know, and perhaps that looked like a penalty as well. The mm-hmm. only reason he might not have given it is because he thought that Davies got the ball. And when you watch it, I don't know if he did, or it was so tiny, yeah. a touch that you couldn't see it on TV, but the referee could. Um, but the highlight, let's go back a little bit, was um, that in the 13th minute mark where the ball came to Dembele he was sort of on one side of a defender pirouetted or twisted maintaining still having the ball in total control and then he saw Ericsson and Ericsson made a, a, a small run got the ball at his feet and at that position sometimes he would be looking to pass it on to somebody else sort of running through but he said no I'll have a go and he placed it beautifully in the bottom corner and uh we hit the lead, and I think we that sort of showed how good we were in that first half. That's basically the class we were at, and um, mostly Southampton had half chances here or there. They had one good chance where the guy, I think, shot it wide. And then Was this he, at the beginning of the second half? No, first half. First half, sorry. Um, and, but then he got injured, so he came off. Oh, this was Gabba, is it Gabardini? I think so, yeah. I can't remember. Um I wasn't too close to the, you know, Mike. I was watching on the old TV because I had to watch um, Spurs TV for this one. Um, yeah, and then the penalty came, and then that was a bit contentious. But Dali Ali grabbed the ball and said, "I'm taking this one," and he did. And let me just say, if the keeper chose the right way, it w- he would have saved it because it wasn't very good. Yeah, um, it wasn't in the corner or anything. But the thank you. Thank but you. then I think it could have been that. He sort of realised where the keeper was going. Maybe the keeper um, dived a little bit too early and so Dali Ali knew where he was going to hit it and didn't really have to worry too much about accuracy. So, um, so we went up 2-0. Um, I think overall we played quite well in that first half, really dominated. Uh, maybe we went... Davies maybe didn't play as well as he did last week. He didn't really go as forward as I would have liked him to, to go. Um... But, you know, he was handy. But, yeah, the second half was really 
totally different game in the sense that Southampton came back right into it, created quite a few chances, and um, I suppose worried us a little bit. But then we were it seemed like we we were more worried about trying to protect the lead or just try to control the game that way instead of going forward. I think maybe because Sun didn't really. It wasn't really the play that Harry Kane is. It wasn't that target that we probably required. Mm. Um, so overall, maybe that was an issue for us. Um, for instance, when he took Sun off, he brought on Winks, which is basically almost just to protect our midfield, put another guy who can pass the ball and also control it. Um, so was that? Was that? Would you say that uh, Southampton at that stage had sort of got a little bit of ascendancy and just needed to solidify that? Well, they that, had the odd. There wasn't. It wasn't that for me anyway that they had that ascendancy. I think they evened the game out, and they were instead of like trying to stop Spurs, they were looking trying to get a second goal. Um, yeah, because so I'm just wondering, you know, obviously taking off a. Uh, the, I, the the main attacking person. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was the right move. Maybe you know what. It it it, it feels unbalanced yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like very lop, lopsided. And for me, you know, sometimes that you know the best form of defence is attack. You know? Especially how we play. And if you don't have someone that's making the runs, then you know, or providing like, that uh, space where you can, yeah, I suppose. With guys like Ericsson and Dembele and all that, they know how Harry Kane plays. I think because Harry Kane's a clever player, he sort of ends up in those good positions. And Son, I don't think he's used to playing in front. I mean, he's, he had a good game last week. If he was playing back in the Bundesliga, do you reckon he'd be a, star, a, a starting striker? No, no. Yeah, so why? Yeah, He's uh, an attacking he's, midfielder. He's one of those midfielders attacking, sort of almost attacker, not striker. Um because he could play forward, he could probably play behind the striker, but not he's mm-hmm. not a striker. I think maybe last week against poor opposition, he looked um, he looked very good. Um, but then you know he was getting the ball, and he's, he was getting the ball a lot more than than against Southampton, so he didn't get as much service as maybe he could have. Um, but he did have a very good. A chance in the second half where he was a bit quicker, he could have shot before the the defender stuck his his boot out. So that was crucial. And then you could sort of tell maybe he he, he wanted to have a bit more time to to shoot. So I think Harry Kane would have seized the the um, the situation a bit quicker and would have just whacked it without a you know hmm. without thinking twice. Yeah. So um, so overall, I think uh, there's there's. Uh, Two incidents that sort of came to mind when I was watching the replay that the Southampton fans were throwing stuff. And there was one when, if you'll watch it, there's Dali Alley, who's after he scored the penalty, he's running across to celebrate, and he almost, his head dodges away. He sees something coming towards him. And then in the second half, there was, I think Larice easily saved one of their poor shots, and he sort of turned, did he kick the ball or something? And then you notice him that something... You can see something go past him or he feels it and he turns around and later on when they go back at him, he's shaking his head and looking at their crowd because they were behind that goal. So there's a couple of incidents there that sort of I saw. It's like, well... And the the, the commentators didn't mention it. I, I thought they were actually quite poor. They were making... They're going, you know, because 
I think there was one instance. Are talking about their commentators? They're the commentators, yeah. yeah I thought who who'd they have? Was I it don't know. It was the Spurs guy. No, no, actually, no, that bit was actually, I think, through, actually, that was through Optus. First half I watched Spurs TV, second half I had to get out of the room because the, the, I think it was the British, uh, that baking program, oh, the, God. there was the final, so I had to be, I was kicked out. And so that's, so the second half I watched on the iPad and I, and, and there was back to the Optus commentators. Um, and they, it, I don't know. They were just seeing, being patronising, and there's one bit where a um, a sub was coming on. I think maybe Southampton, and he, they were looking at an iPad, giving him instructions. He goes, "Why couldn't they just tell him?" It's like, well, if you've got yeah. technology, why don't you use it? It's kind of like he would. I'm surprised when the doc, when the doctors and all that use all their new technology and say, well, "Why don't you just get the sponge?" Because the that would get them. Yeah, the miracle sponge. It's ridiculous. It's like, well, this is. You got to use any resource you can to, you know, and if it means that in the, on the iPad you can give the player more information, there could be sort of some kind of animation where you show this is where you want to play. You would retain that much easier than if someone goes, you know, go over there do do, do that. You're not going to remember all that, especially at the heat of the moment. But if you can see the visual, you pick that up more. And it's not just they're trying to make out that the players are a bit dumb. It's like no, it's just anybody will pick that up much quicker. Did they have a penalty shout? Yes, uh, with the, the Davies. Because one. yeah, because people were sort of saying, "Oh well, maybe that's a better penalty than." Well, well I, th- I think what what happened was that Davies was running in to boot the ball away, and the Southampton um, player just got there before him, and so when he kicked, tried to kick the ball, it seemed like he, he missed the ball and kicked the Southampton player. So the only thing I could think of is that somehow the referee saw that he actually just touched the ball a little bit and that was enough for him. That's all I could think of. But in the replay and in the angles that they showed, and one of the angles was next to useless, um, I couldn't see. I couldn't see that he kicked the ball. So, yeah, you could say that they probably deserved the penalty. But But he didn't give it and didn't give it. I mean, how many times... This has happened the other What goes way. around comes around. Yes, certainly. So yeah. let me ask you about a couple of uh, players. And when I'm, when I was looking at the um, at the stats and everything like that, so Walker come off. Was he injured? His hand. <laughs> if that doctor was looking at his hand. Well, it was the hand last week. Remember? Yeah. Or, or, or Trippier played for him because of yeah, yeah, yeah. the hand. So basically, I, I don't know what was wrong with it, but. Um, you know what I mean? If you, if it's it's better for it not to get worse because you can have an accident. Someone could step on it, like Lamella wasn't playing. <laughs> well, he was on uh, he was on Instagram shopping and doing all this sort of stuff. He's not even at the ground. He, he's he's not even in England. He's he's in Rome. He, he's not coming back. I think I, I think really and truly now we we have to you know it's a weird situation yeah though, yeah isn't yeah it? he's he's not coming back I, I I think that there's been some talks and stuff I and I think it's it's pretty much I I, I think I'm going to leave at the end of the season blah 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 it's a done and and Pochettino's probably said you know what like it's probably best with your frame of mind and and everything that. You either take the rest of the year off and come back to us next time, or, or you know, you're you're free to go. 
<coughs> how much we how much we would get for him? We get a decent amount. You'd be lucky to get ten for him. No chance. You're looking twenty plus. No, you'll never get it. No, <laughs> you don't remember what he did at the beginning of the season. He was our best player in the first few games of the season by far. And there's I never was, been. I don't. I can't remember a player that has divided people as much as. Yeah, he has. I know. The, the the biggest pity with that injury was that because he was taking that next step in quality this season. You could see it at the beginning. He was really taking control of you know, his responsibilities in the game. And we thought, oh, here it is. This is the season we've been waiting for. And then he gets injured. And that's the end of that. So um, I know he's had some personal setbacks. Yes. Um, so maybe that's affecting him too, like you're saying. Well, it, it doesn't look like it's affecting him... In, in, in Rome, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you, you know. Uh, I, look, well, it looks I, like he's got a girl over there, isn't Yeah, it? yeah. And, and, and I think that he's fairly... Uh, he, to me, he looks pretty relaxed. He doesn't look like he's in a hell of a lot of pain that a hip would give you. Um, yeah, yeah. I, he, he's not coming back. Uh, he, I think, for me, he's played his last game. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. I suppose there's a reason, there are reasons why the, um, the club won't really tell us the truth and I suppose once if he does go and someone buys him they'll probably maybe say something then afterwards or Pochettino will be allowed you know, I, and I, you know I think his game is better for the Italian Italian league. I don't know he he transformed himself from that that first season but he, it's not natural it's not natural for him he's had to work hard whereas he'll go back to Syria where it's even slower you know it's all tactical uh, tactical tactical and you know and, and he'll be better for it oh uh, uh, I think um, we would have been in a better position if he was fully fit. I think there were times where if he had come on or had started, we would have got a more positive result. Um, but that's just hypothetical; it means nothing, I suppose. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't think that you'll. I don't think you'll ever get it. I, don't, I, I reckon he'll go. You'll be lucky to get. Look, if we got over fifteen for him, I'd say I'd, I, I'd bite the hand. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of more than at least at least twenty. But you know, but Levy has always got blood, get he, he's, he's always got blood from stone. You know, yeah, well, so. like, exactly. Well, look, if he's going back to to Italy, and they rate him very highly, um, because the talk was that basically he was the next whatever. Um, well, when Roma get, you know, he'd fit right back at Roma. Oh, well, he might play up front for them and, and score forty goals for him, something like that. Oh, <laughs> But, you know, yeah, so we will get 20-plus for him, I'm sure, if he goes. We'll, yeah. wait, and see, we'll wait and see on that. Yeah, on that it, it's a strange situation. It's, it's it, bizarre. It's strange, yeah. Yeah, especially since, um, okay, he went to Rome. Because you don't go, to, why would you go to Italy? They don't have better doctors than in, in England. Or I can understand if he went back, say, home. Because he's got some kind of relationship with whatever doctor, or you know what I mean, or maybe he does well, have a specialist over in Rome that looked after him when he was, was there. Was it Roma? Yeah, yeah. So maybe he feels more comfortable that way, but who knows? And you know, and sometimes some of these injuries are just you think you know you follow the process and you follow okay, this works for everyone else, and then it doesn't work for your bit, for your situation. If something is not right or you know what I mean? I don't know. It's yeah. just bizarre. Uh, Trippier, come on. How did he play? He did okay. He did okay. Yeah. Um, 
He, he's the one, you know, of, of the two real replacements, you know, for the right and the left. You know, him him up against Davies. Davies has got a lot of, of games this year because Rose, and I, I'm not sure when he's going to be back. I'm hoping maybe... next month. I, I was just going to say, I hope he's not going to miss the rest of the season. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only eight games left and four at the lane. So, you, you know, including... I thought there was... Is there eight? I think so. Let me... Uh, uh... I, Maybe I've missed a I couple. I stand to be corrected, of course. No, but, you could um, be right. Uh, da, 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 da. That'll come up in a second. But um, <laughs> <laughs> don't go. Um, oh god, I've just pressed another button. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, there's ten because there's also Crystal Palace as well to fit That's in there. Right. Yeah, but I think there could be only four. Yeah, there's four at home. That's probably where I've got that from. Mm. Um, so we're away at. We're, the next two games, we're away at Burnley and Swansea. Yeah. So, good. winnable. Well, Swansea are falling apart, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a though, Bur- though Burnley are very good at home this season. And um, they've got shocking away away record like us, but I think their home record is, is sort of like a top six side or whatever, or something like that. So that one would be tough for us, because our away records is... Really, considering how well we're doing at home and how well we played last season away from home, that we really sort of only fall from whatever it is, 13 games or something we played away, then at least we should have at least won six or seven. The other, the, the Which would lo- have put us up there. Yeah. The last player I just wanted to check in on you as far as played well or not is... Uh, the uh, muscles from I shouldn't say the muscles from Brussels, but the muscles from uh, from Kenya, uh, Wenyama. Oh, very very good. Yeah, it, it was funny though. He must have he must have had a lot of friends in Southampton because at half time he was talking and chatting away to one of the players, and at the end there's a few sort of wanted to say goodbye and you know sort of you know sort of talk to McCuddle and yeah yeah like you know he obviously he was well liked over there and. Um, some of the players, you know, obviously when you you move to another city, you won't see those guys. Um, so it was, it was it was good to see that. Obviously, he was well liked over there. You know, a good team player, um, which sort of shows you at Spurs as well. So he had a, he had a stronger as usual. You know, he was one of their key players. It's just you know, don't forget who where Toby and um, he came from. So he he there was sort of that backbone that they've they've missed and. I think with their new manager, maybe they're slowly getting some of that back. Toby's transfer was a little bit more, uh, I shouldn't say questionable. No, but, no. But, but, but remember, there was there was a clause in that contract that they had with Atletico Madrid saying that uh, um, they felt as if they had the first rights to to be yeah, purchasing him, yeah, and, yeah. but it never really... No, no. I think basically once they realised that Spurs... Wanted him. He, I think he was more than happy to go, and he was on loan. So, who knows? But I, I think that was one of the good deals that basically Levy pushed hard for. So that was good. However, I would blame him for their first goal because Levy. No, <laughs> yeah, Levy came. <laughs> up. And, uh, I mean, I mean Toby. Well, if yeah. you have you seen their goal where basically he comes across, but he jumps up too high and the ball goes underneath him. So I think it was repair, he was prepared with his with his boot to you know kick it away, and then it just 
he missed it completely and then went to one of their players. Still a good finish, but yeah, that was unfortunate. So, so there was those little errors. Like I think Trippier made a few errors. Everyone sort of had those little errors, and maybe because of the way Southampton is set up, they put a bit more pressure, especially in the second half, on us. So, so would you say it was probably one that we had to play, especially in that second half, a little bit uh, uh, dire, dare I say, um, to to get the points? You know, good teams, good teams grind out results as well. It as wasn't they... like we were backed to the walls. It's yeah. just that there were moments, anyway, to me, that basically Southampton had the ball went forward. It wasn't like we, we were just, you know. Behind the eight ball or second half, it was just they took the ball and they they made more of their opportunities than they did in the first half. Um, that's all. It's really. funny. It's funny what happens when you get the ball and go forward. Oh yeah, and especially when obviously at half time, they their manager gave them some direction of what to do because they were a bit directionless maybe in the first half, or they were a bit more worried to concede. And, and there was a couple of those chances with with Toby's header and Sun where if they had gone in or if one of them went in three nil down at half-time against Spurs, it's not going to happen. You know, so I think one more if we'd at half-time and then they would have been too deflated to actually even do what they did. Cool. But I, I don't like their kit. <laughs> Just want to mention it. Their stripes and then they've got that... It's, it's, in, it's under armour. It's a terrible kit. I don't really like it. That's with the virgin... Mega store or whatever. Or whatever, yeah. But the, the way it's been set up, it reminds me of you know, when Leticia was there and they had that... The pony ones yeah, with the chevron. Yeah. Some of the best moments in um, in Southampton's history with that magical player and he's wearing one of the worst shirts. He's really... <laughs> and it, I was reminded of it because of, there was an article when Saturday comes about, about that. I was like, yeah, that was a bloody awful shirt. Yeah. Very terrible. Yeah. Never mind. Oh well, we well we were we had the pony years, but we didn't quite stoop to that sort of. Thing. I think um from, I think from memory, didn't um, West Ham have a very similar kit? Yes, they did. And with that big sort of shiver, and it just looked you know you can oh, imagine like you know it's unbalanced. John Hartson and Ian Dow and some mm. of those sort of guys, yeah, running around in that sort of shirt. It was just yeah. it was very unbalanced, and but I suppose it was that era. Mm, definitely. Uh, anything else you want to mention on that before we? No, look, it was. It was a, the second half was tough, um, but we still kept on going forward. We still um, had our sort of mini chances as well. So, you know, Sun had a great chance, and if he'd got that in, that would have been the end. Um, but that sort of maybe gave Southampton a bit more hope, and sort of they kept going to the end um, and got on this. You know what? Even though they've lost a lot of players over the year, over the years, they are still a decent side, you know. And They're a great uh, feeder club. They are, they are. Well, look, the amount of players have gone through them, you know, and um, it's a credit to whatever um, setup they have and also the people running that club because they lose a lot of players, but then they find some decent players coming through, you know. Bale is... The I was just going to say, Bale, that's where Bale the, came yeah, from, so... you know, so it's an amazing you could find a player like that, um, but good on them. <laughs> Okay, welcome back, and now we're looking at Focus On, which is a segment in the Shooting Time, well, actually in the Shoot Magazine, a long time ago, where they would interview players, and so you would like their, you know, you would get their likes and dislikes and so forth. 
Uh, and we're looking at the second half of August 1983, and the players they actually um, interviewed was Danny Wallace of Southampton at the time. You know, those Wallace brothers that were around then. Was it Rod Wallace? Yeah, there was, I think it was two or three or something. And um, Eric Black of Aberdeen. Do you remember him? We no. didn't see much of them, but he was a very good player for Aberdeen at the time. And I think um, one of those players under Ferguson who, um, you know, basically won a lot of trophies before he, went, he left to Man United. So let's have a look. So none of them, they, they, they both had their uh, first club. The Cars, Danny Wallace, not yet, obviously quite young. And Eric Black, you know, Fiat Strata. Do you ever remember that? No. Me neither. Well, we never really had many Fiats here. It's, no. it's, it's more a European Yeah, sort of you car. would see the odd one because someone has imported it in or something. But yeah, Paper, Danny Wallace, the son, I wonder why. Obviously, uh, he likes the visuals. Eric Black, the Scottish <laughs> Daily Record. What do you mean by that? I don't know. <laughs> they used to have something in that. Page three. Yeah, it could be. That must have been the sports page. Favourite player, Danny Wallace. No single player. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, he likes players as a group. Eric Black, why not? Palais. Uh, Favourite team, West Just Ham. Just on Palais. Huh? Was that his um, son just recently been jailed for something? Well, yeah, or I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His son's always been a, little bit a worry to for him. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Um, Don't say an app called favourite. You could try searching the app store. What the hell is that? Well, what did you get? It's like Siri came on. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we'll keep on going. It's always a, a slick segment, isn't it? Favourite <laughs> 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 team, West Ham for Danny Wallace and Scotland by Eric Black. He can't even, um, he can't even pick a club. Other sport, cricket and table tennis. Danny Wallace and snooker for Eric Black. Friendliest away fans, West Ham. For Danny Wallace and none in particular for Eric Black. Food and drink, chicken and chips and shandy. Yes. For Danny Wallace, we know someone who's a big fan of chicken and chips. And Eric Black, a bit more continental, like spaghetti bolognese and fresh orange juice. <laughs> Hopefully not in the spaghetti bolognese. Maybe it's spaghetti for breakfast. Perhaps. <laughs> hey, I've done that many a time. <laughs> Holiday, Jamaica for Danny Wallace and Eric Black, nowhere in particular. <laughs> Like for his away fans, he probably never left his house by the sounds of it. <laughs> locked the locked the doors and in his state. Actors Richard Pryor and Jane Fonda for Danny Wallace and Dudley Moore and Susanna York for Eric Black. TV show Danny Wallace like different strokes. Eric Black is a bit more BBC like Brideshead Revisited, which was based on a book and no, you wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. Quite famous at the time and um, I think they might have done film or something I can't remember anyway uh, film 48 hours for Danny Wallace and an officer and a gentleman for Eric Black I think we had that last week as well very close to it isn't yeah. it uh, I hope I'm not reading last week's one <laughs> <laughs> Musos uh, Carol Thompson never Kazza no. and Brian Ferry and Simple Minds for Eric Black Superstitions none and if not a player Danny Wallace doesn't know and Eric Black, a PE teacher. Well, what else would you be? Of course. So that's it for Focus On from um, Shoot Magazine this week. And there'll be another one in the next episode. Okay, welcome back. And um, we're near the end of the show. In fact, we're very close to it. Because, we are at the end. Yeah, because we don't have recommendations at all. 
which is the first time for me in um, any episode. I noticed there were some episodes where I had up to five, which um, we had to cut that back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for our own for sanity. Me. Yeah, definitely. So I don't have any. How about you? Uh, no, like I said, you know, I, I spent pretty yeah. much the weekends uh, preparing for this trip, uh, doing some pre-work, all that sort of thing. So, um, wow, work at home. I oh, know. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, so yes yeah, so it was very so it was very very busy and um, yes. and my eyes are popping in my head okay. so <laughs> well you know it's it's just that week I suppose where you know you can't really yeah so anyhow we've got the international break this week hooray so um, I can de-stress from it all and, uh, <laughs> I know that's what it is isn't it well actually it's more about riding over who well Kane can't get injured so I don't need to stress about that maybe Walker can or or maybe his hand will miraculously break and then come back to life the following week or something who knows but um, anyhow the following week we'll have Burnley so we won't do one next week will we no yeah, so let's. <laughs> that was pretty quick. <laughs> so let's give you let's give a a quick uh, prediction. Prediction, perhaps? yeah, perhaps, yep. Yeah. Uh, um, against Burnley, two one away, and I'm being very positive. It's going to be a tough game because two one as in Burnley two us one. No, we us two. I think we're good enough to beat them. There. One two. One two. What? <laughs> I'm only being stupid. <laughs> I think you still got jet lag. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it'd be tough because I think they're at home, they're very good. and um, But I think we've got that class and um, quality of player that maybe push, push us through. And we are playing for something, even though it's not the title. We are playing almost to finish in the top four or even finish second. Which yeah, yeah, these are must-win games because we've we've earned, you know, that two... Two point gap yes. between us and City. Um, so yeah, so Burnley, Swansea, Watford, Bournemouth—they really, you know, for us to really sort of cement ourselves, so they need to be wins, don't they? Yeah, exactly. And I suppose it's that psychological fear because of Harry Kane. We don't have him, and we don't have that sort of outlet. But sure, you'd, you'd love to have him against those teams. I, I know all the teams. Will try and dig in to save their seasons and save, you know, blah 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 and all that sort of thing. I mean, Hull by the end of this season in in the last round, you'd think that they'd be done by then. Yeah, but then that that hasn't stopped us before. Yeah. Remember last year? Yeah. <laughs> West Ham, you know, they, they won't beat us. Um, I, I tell you, the only game that I'm a little bit kind of not, not fearful, but I, I yeah, sort of yeah. think, you know, that we have to exercise a few demons. Our, own personal demons, and that's probably Leicester, because we got to go away there. Yeah, yeah, and and, the, um, and suddenly they've just transformed, which is very bizarre. And yeah. you know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but it, it, it's almost like, well, now that we got rid of the person we didn't want here anymore, yeah, um, we're back to playing our way. And that's down for the Sunday, the twenty third of April. However, that will be postponed because that's the FA Cup. Yeah, they haven't sort of worked out. I think they've just rearranged the Palace game to. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not, not showing up on. Yeah, it's not showing up okay. on my thing yet. I so, think uh, there was the other, the other game that got postponed. They've from one of the other teams. They've fixed the date, so 
We'll see. But anyway, it'll be, we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, five seconds before we're sub 40, we're not going to make it. So I'm going to talk rubbish anyway. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we'll see everybody in a fortnight's time. Hopefully, yes. And uh, we'll be discussing the obliteration of Burnley. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope. Okay, come on, you spurs. Right.